Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kyle. How are you? Good. You're looking all spiffy in your new glasses frames over there. Oh, thank you. Thank you for noticing. That that was uh, uh, These Eyes of Mines. These Eyes of Mines, yes. June Mines. We interviewed June Mines uh, on an earlier episode, so I had to point out that you were sporting her ever so stylish Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and uh, hello to Rodney back there, running things. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, uh, first, as always, we want to give a big uh, shout out and thanks to our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It's their grants to us that allow us to produce this show. And uh, it allows us to um, share opportunities with businesses up and down the Rhode Island Avenue corridor uh, and, and help keep those businesses strong and healthy. Um, so thank you to DSLBD and DHCD. And because it's the spring and budget season, um, I always take that opportunity to uh, say that um, budget oversight hearings are going on uh, right now in preparation for uh, the council and the mayor agreeing on the budget for FY 2020. God, can you believe that already? No, I can't. Um, and uh one of one of your rights and and responsibilities as a citizen of the District of Columbia or someone that's doing business in the District of Columbia is that you can testify uh, in front of council members um, about um, how well um, the agencies are working with that you interact with. Um, so uh, we always testify uh, in support of DSLBD and DHCD uh, to make sure that funding continues uh, to us that we can turn around and provide to uh, the businesses in our area. Um, so whatever your interest is um, that's funded by the District of Columbia, um, check out dccouncil.us.gov and uh, check out all of the hearing schedules and um, take advantage of your, your rights in the District of Columbia to have a say, or or at least express your opinion. <laughs> on, uh, we can't promise they're going to <laughs> do what you say, but they uh, have to listen. Yes, uh, on uh, on how agencies are doing and how how the DC budget dollars should be spent, um, and uh, so that's my way of of uh, this, is, uh, this is an annual pitch that I do right several times a month. Um, once a year. Uh, so thanks in advance for being a good um, D.C. resident and or business owner. Um, and uh, getting a little bit more local, we have um, some big events coming up on, on April 13th. Saturday, April 13th is Porch Fest. Can you believe it? That's I, that time already. You know what? Uh, I, I saw my first set of daffodils blooming and... Um, and that gave me hope that warmer weather was going to be here. And the last couple of years, uh, Porch Fest has fallen on one of the first really nice weekends of the spring. And mm-hmm. so people have come out in droves. Um, and uh, we're, we're excited this year. We've got so many uh, 
porches that have signed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a record number of performers that have signed up. That's what you said. Yeah. So much so that we don't have room for anyone else, right? Um, kind of. We're, 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 we're still, getting there. We're get, we're, we haven't closed registration yet uh, because okay. we want to make sure we've got a good fit for all of the porches. Okay. Uh, but we, um, we're, we're thrilled that... Um, that our partners in this cultural tourism DC um, has gotten a grant from the DC Commission on Arts and Humanities um, to allow us to pay a small stipend oh, to the for the first time. Very yep. good. Okay. That's for the first time, um, and uh, and so mark your calendars now for Saturday, April thirteenth, from two to six p.m. Uh, at uh, business and residential porches up and down Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. And you can check our website, riamainstreet.org, for more information. And follow us on social media because that's where you'll get updates and, um, you know, links to the bands. And you can hear some of their music to decide where you're going to hang out. Um, but check that out. So quick question. Are, are they going to have uh, shuttles again? We're working on that. Okay. Um, that we're, we're hoping uh, Zipcar, if you're listening... Um, we've, we've worked with you in the past and, uh, we want to work with you in the future. Um, so, uh, on the 13th to be specific, <laughs> April 13th to be specific. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we're, we're looking, okay. That, we're, that is we're good. working on that. Uh, and guess what else? What? Lime scooters. Ah, yeah, they're gonna be okay. out making sure we've got plenty of scooters around to move us around, move folks around. Um, since we've got a few more porches that we're looking at, um, we want to make sure that, um, mobility is not an issue. All right. So, uh, all most 99.5% are, uh, walkable uh, routes for everyone. Right. Um, and well, I would say they're all a hundred percent walkable for, um, for people that, you know, that are able to are, 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 are able to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have yet to meet someone who felt like they were too far apart. And, right. And so we're, nothing has changed on that front. So um, it's a great day to be out and hear some great live music. Most of the performers are based here in D.C. So, you know, come check out more of D.C.'s great musical talent. Um, and let's see. Oh, uh, we all know that uh, construction is going on at 4th and Rhode Island Avenue uh, for uh, a, a pretty significant infrastructure project from D.C. Water. This is something that is um, it's mandated. We can't avoid it. Um, and uh, we have um, formed a great partnership with D.C. Water to help provide assistance to the businesses that are impacted by the construction they, they've experienced some slowdowns in their businesses. Um, so we're working behind the scenes to do some extra marketing and promotions and, uh, I don't know, uh, working with the businesses to, to improve their business operations, seeing how we can streamline their business operations to make it more efficient financially. Uh, and and it, while we're doing all that, we cannot uh, encourage you, our local listeners, enough to uh, make an extra effort to patronize those businesses at 4th and Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. Uh, there's some fantastic services um, down there between Studio Alon, Mint Dental, VT Nails. Um, and, uh, you know, 
in something that was rather new to me, I learned that um, at the BP gas station, there's an independent mechanic uh, named Gonzalo. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And he is fantastic. I mean, it, it was like this... Uh, uh, div- I'm not going to say divine moment because that's, <laughs> that's taking it a little far for uh It was for kismet. Kismet, okay. Uh, no sooner had I found out that there's actually this phenomenal... Uh, mechanic there but your car broke down and you needed him (laughs) i realized i had a nail in my tire you know it was still drivable um and so i drove it right over to gonzalo at bp and said can you help me out and he was like sure 15 minutes later i had a patched tire and was back on the road uh at very reasonable prices he does all the basic stuff um oil changes tune-ups etc um and so you're going to be hearing a lot more about Gonzalo, um, but make sure and, and check him out. His his business has definitely been been impacted by uh, the construction there. So uh, let's let's make sure we don't lose him on Rhode Island Avenue because he's definitely a, a, a treasure of a resource. Um, and of course, Wakate, uh, the phenomenal rotisserie chicken over there. Um, so be sure, and if you can, make an extra effort to support our local businesses at 4th and Rhode Island Avenue. Okay, get off that soapbox for a minute. Let's, uh, let's take a minute to check in with Casey at Good Food Markets. Good morning, Casey. How are you? Good morning, y'all. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Good. Are you guys ready for spring? So ready. So ready. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> I am done with this. <laughs> So, uh, so what's what's new? I feel like we haven't checked in with you for a while. It's been a while. I think the last time that I talked to you guys, we were just starting to launch our new uh, monthly produce sales. And so, for the month of February, we're doing four for a dollar sweet potatoes, which I am so thrilled about. They're flying. Uh, they're the perfect size for something like a sweet potato fries. You know, Um, but it's been a really nice thing to do through winter because I think that a lot of people have had these blues like like we have. Um, And I'm really excited to get going on some local produce specials once the once the season gets going and the farmers are hard at work. Um, But, yeah, we're we're being very intentional in trying to get some better pricing uh, here on Rhode Island Avenue. Uh, for our customers, I think that we've had our heads down working, trying to trying to get this retail thing uh, down right, and we're, we're getting back to the mission of not just being here, but making our food affordable. Uh, so we've really taken this, you know, sleepy winter time to uh, recharge uh, and come up with some some fun things for spring and summer. Oh, looking forward to it. Anything you can I'm tell excited. us about? <laughs> Anything you can uh, share? Well, so one of the things that we've done is the, are these produce sales, and then we've uh, relaunched our prepared food program. So I think you guys have seen some of the things that we've been offering. We're doing um, more complete meals now. So rather than just like a side salad uh, and uh, grilled chicken or grilled salmon, we're putting these things together. We're making these bowls. So you can have like a salmon quinoa vegetable bowl. We have a jerk chicken with rice and beans bowl. Um, and we're going to experiment a little bit more with that as the season changes, get something more bright and fresh. Um, but now we have those good, you know, nutrient-dense uh, beans and rice-type meals uh, to really keep you feeling full. Uh, and the um, our, our gentleman who is cooking in the kitchen is going to be running some cooking uh, classes at Woodridge Library. Oh. So stay tuned for those. They're going to be really fun. We had one in 
uh, in February, and we'll be having another one on uh, Thursday, the 21st this month. Great, great. Mm -hmm. uh, Currently, it's, uh, it's what, the end of citrus season? It is. So for the month of February, we did Caracara oranges, two for a dollar. I tell you, we sold hundreds of Caracara oranges. Uh, those those have got to be my favorite. I mean, they're just so sweet and juicy. Um, but yes, we are nearing the end. So if you if really you like them, the you better get them. Like I do. <laughs> you got to come through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, Very I can't exciting. wait for uh, the warm weather and uh, the next set of fruits and vegetables for the next yes, season exactly yeah. and on a on a little more uh you know a less healthy side which kyle will be super <laughs> Could it be ice cream? Okay. <laughs> luck of the irish is in Ooh, that's great that's great that, that is that's one a, of the a, most popular seasonal ice creams we have ever carried for good reason <laughs> for uh, very good reason and that's that's a that's a mint chip right Yes, so it's basically like um, a mint chip ice cream, but rather than like little flakes of of chocolate, you get uh, chunks of cookies. <laughs> oh wow! It's a little extra, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a beautiful green color, so you can feel a little extra lucky. You know, I thought we agreed that you weren't going to mention that on the air, so that they would all be mine. <laughs> you have to That's share with like your neighbors. <laughs> I I totally missed out on the Girl Scout thin mints this year. I was year, just thinking so. about those. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine dipping those into that ice cream? I mean, I feel like they're already in there. They are. Well, there are folks that do that. I don't know how, but they've got all kinds of partnerships. What a great organization. Yeah. 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 And we, um, let's see, we're going to actually, we've had some Girl Scouts come through on the porch, and I think it's still the season. I think you can still get some. I think you can, too. Really? Oh, I know what Kyle's going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I got to have fuel for all of the uh 5k training i'm doing oh right on there you go uh great great thanks so much casey um and can you remind listeners where they can find all this good stuff yes please as we run more programming we're going to be posting a lot more on social media so find us on instagram at good food market uh we're on twitter uh good food dc we're online we have a calendar now on our website so that's goodfoodmarkets.com um, and you can ask us questions and engage with us on Facebook as well. So we are at 2006 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. Uh, we are open seven days a week. So we will see you sometime soon. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, let's dive in with our guest. Sounds good. That, uh, this is another great spring event that's coming up. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, let's welcome uh, Chicaro Martin. Uh, health architect. Uh, the health architect. The yes. health architect. Good morning, morning. Chikara. Morning. Uh, and, and we're going to talk more about you personally, but first and foremost, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about the Metropolitan Branch Trail 5K. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, the MBT uh, 5K was started. Uh, we had discussions about 10 years ago, actually. Uh, we've been running for about nine. Um, um, it's been a tremendous community race. We've had over 350 people to participate in the first two years, and we've climbed to about 650. And we think that's probably our threshold for the trail <clears throat> because of the um, space that the trail um, allows. But it's a very good uh, community-based run. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for all the communities to learn more about the Met Branch Trail and, and, and get out there and uh, 
uh, we're excited about this year's uh, race as well. So you said you've been doing it for how many years? Uh, actually, we started organizing in 2010. Okay. And we've been holding it every year since then. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah. I didn't even realize the trail was there that long. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember when the trail was paved. I remember smelling the uh, the, the pavement, the, um, the asphalt. Uh, so it's been there yeah. for some time. Wow. Yeah, the asphalt, yeah. Wow. And you know what I found interesting, just uh, that I didn't realize it went from uh, Union Station to Silver Spring. Absolutely, absolutely. Eight miles. Yeah, so it's an off-road, on-road um, trail. Um, so you have actually it starts at well I guess it starts at Union Station and then it runs through Silver Spring but some of it is off road so you have maybe a mile stretch that's kind of off road um, that then connects Mount Rainer uh, all the way I think up to Montgomery County more so even more so than Silver Spring so huh. it's yeah. yeah I think the long term plans for the MBT is to hook up with the Capital Crescent Trail so. correct. Yeah, so that'll make a phenomenal uh, loop. Then you can do 10Ks and marathons. Right, right, yeah. actually. I think they are in partnership, but I think that's going to be some time in reference to the... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, the I'm going ahead of my but, 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 <laughs> I haven't even run a 5K, and I'm like, you should do a marathon. <laughs> you should do a marathon. <laughs> but they're definitely trying to do a regional thing and make those connections, yeah. Great, great. Yeah. So when is it this year? Um, basically, it happens on April uh, Saturday, April the 27th. Uh, the begin uh, check-in starts at 8 a.m. Uh, as far as pick up your bibs then. Um, and then the official race starts at 9. Um, we will – it's a family-friendly uh, run. We do have some competitors that are looking to kind of use this race as a practice run. So we let them kind of lead the pack. Um, however, this year we're also going to encourage – um, people to bring out their pets. We, we've had quite a few over the years, but we're going to officially state that in some of our uh, postings. So for all the listeners out there, if you have a little one, if that's, um, I mean, a little one or a little even one. or a little, a little furry, furry one. one, a little furry <laughs> one, <laughs> um, definitely come out. We're definitely encouraging you guys to do so. And if that inspires you, uh, we look forward to having you. Well, I, I, I do count on my dog to drag <laughs> me half halfway. Uh, on my run so yeah yeah so uh what uh what's the um working where, where can you register what's the registration fee what okay. tell us more okay so basically you can go to metbranchtrail.org uh, to register um basically it's twenty dollars before april uh, don't quote me on these dates <laughs> <laughs> It's twenty it's twenty bucks if you register before April the first and then uh, it goes to uh, twenty five bucks and then the day of is thirty five bucks. So definitely uh, get registered. I mean that's very reasonable. Yeah, it's very reasonable. Basically, um uh, far as the pricing, also with our sponsorships, our sponsorships are very affordable. The goal was to encourage um, small businesses to par- participate. So that's why we have our price point really low and and at the same time, it, hopefully we can encourage more people to participate with those price points. We do offer an in-kind opportunity as well so far as uh, volunteer services, um, printing, a lot of those things, those, those are costs that add. And mind you, all of the money that we raise goes back to the community. Uh, we host free boot camps. We host free yoga um, and other. We've um, supported the, um, the movie on the lawn and I think, so, yeah, yeah. so basically, uh, we're looking to 
you know, support other programs and new programs as um, as the MBT continue to grow. So um, it's definitely a worthy cause. So what do you all do to uh, help people prepare to run? Okay. Um, this year, um, in the past... Kyle. No, <laughs> joking. Put away yeah. the ice cream. Yeah. Um, um, Second and apart, I mean, apart from the ice cream, <laughs> the incentive, um, we actually are will be hosting a walk series and a run series uh, leading up to the run. Uh, we will uh, meet every Saturday. Uh, walks are at 7 a.m., so uh, we basically want to open it up to all age levels to uh, come out and participate. And then those runners that uh, run on a regular basis um, will have an 8 a.m. Uh, class as well. Um, for those that want to kind of go at their own pace, we'll uh, offer some programs, uh, free templates, et cetera, to kind of get you on your way. There are some paid things, but, again, the price point is very low, and it's a way to kind of um, just to encourage you to kind of invest in your health uh, to move forward. So we'll be posting more of that stuff out uh, later later this month uh, so you guys can get connected. So definitely it's an opportunity to kind of spark your fitness and prepare for the 5K um, so we look forward to uh, having you guys either during the workout sessions or the MBT. And it sounds like it's something uh, for all fitness levels. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. is good. Absolutely. Do you all plan on separating the or having the walkers stay toward the back of the line? That has been an issue sometimes with yeah. some of these runs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um We've been doing this for about nine years now, and uh, some of the some of our partners, as far as road runners, DC road runners, are very um, experienced at managing these races. And I've been fortunate enough to work with this specific uh, uh, group uh, for quite some time. So, in reference to that, we haven't had any problems. Oh, that's good. I think if we exceed the six fifty, we may have a little <laughs> complications, but we've been able to man- manage it pretty well with the six fifty, and that's one of the reasons why we're encouraging people to bring their dogs as well because it's worked pretty. I mean, it's a pretty wide open trail. Yeah, it's a pretty wide open trail for exact that hour or so. Um, basically, we try not to have the race linger past 10 or 11 o'clock. I was going to say, wait, I only have an hour to do this yeah. 5 <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. I have confidence in you. Yeah, if yeah. I have the dog drive. I, I saw you walk over here. I'm, I'm sure you can do <laughs> Yeah. So because the uh, MBT is eight miles long and a 5K is about... 3.2? 3. 3.1, 3. 3.2. Right. Um, what part of the branch uh, will, will, the, will will be running? Yeah, okay. what's the route? Um, fortunately and unfortunately, we have a lot of construction and development happening on the MBT, as you just mentioned, 4th, 4th Street, which um, in the past, for the last three years, it's been on the 4th and S Street location um, off of Rhode Island, off the Rhode Island Metro Station. Mm-hmm. Um, we still plan to do that. We've kind of talked to some different uh partners in the community they said it, it, it should be fine we may have to start on the official trail and if not we'll relocate it and update everyone uh, we'll go to some of the other alternative locations mm-hmm. uh t uh 151 t street we've done uh up until 2015 so we've had experience starting at different locations throughout the trail so i guess stay uh stay, stay connected stay tuned like. stay tuned but as of now to be on fourth uh, and s street okay well, that sounds good so um chikaro tell us how you got into <laughs> fitness fitness uh it's a long story and i'll try to summarize this thing um always had a passion for fitness all my life um 
I'm originally from Indiana. Uh, I've been out here for about 17 years, so Washington, D.C. is now my home, officially. Um, I always had a passion for it. Always thought I was going to go into something corporate. Did the corporate thing for a short period of time, and it definitely wasn't me. I like to be outdoors and interact with people. Um, So I got into... uh, Actually, I went back to school uh, and did strength training at IU University uh, to work with some of my coaches that were uh, coaching football there. And then I said, okay, it's not really me anymore. I'm done with the sports thing. I want to work with the general population. So I started working with the general population and then found a niche um, opportunity in, in leasing and managing some of the new uh, residential communities that had private gyms in them. So we did that for some time, had some success with it when it was early and new. <laughs> and then, you know, and it, it, with all things, things change. And so uh, things kind of evolved for me, and I more or less reached out to doing uh, community wellness designs. Uh, when we were working out of the residential communities, we wanted to extend some of the services we provided to the community. And as we know that we have a lot of mixed income um, in some of the uh, more gentrified areas. Some of the people couldn't afford some of the services that we offered, so we created a f- free opportunities for people to kind of engage and for people from a s- cross-section of backgrounds to kind of connect and get, get fit together. Um, we started looking at fitness as more of a, a, a wellness, a wellness, a holistic approach. So we had some success with that, um, got some notoriety, um, actually started working with Neighborhood Works and teaching leaders and um, organizations around the country on how to develop these type of programs in the community. So as through that process, it was like, okay, I'm no longer a fitness trainer. <laughs> what do I, what do what I call myself? So um, the the health architect was kind of um, was derived from a combination of experiences. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your in the fitness and wellness community uh, space. Looking at your website on the the about section. Mm-hmm. I, I love the, the intro paragraph um, that you design programs and provide resources for individuals, schools, community organizations um, seeking to place health and wellness at the center of the organizations or community. I, I mean, I think, I think that's kind of what it's all about, right? Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I, and I think you can still call yourself a fitness trainer. Yeah. You're still yeah. training to fitness. But Absolutely. From a more holistic standpoint, I yeah. think that's fantastic. Well, well, with that approach, and one of the reasons as far as it was partly branding, uh, but it's also as far as with the relationships, the, new, the evolution of some of the services I was providing, uh, the kind of um, perception had to change a little bit mm-hmm. in reference for me to effectively engage and kind of develop those relationships. So the health architect... It's new, it's different, and it kind of provides some depth so you can offer and kind of start that conversation on some of the things, um, some of the programs that you offer. Okay, so so I've seen uh, apps and, and programs <laughs> titled mm-hmm. things like Mm-hmm. Couch potato to five k uh-huh. in a month. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the walk series is the walk. The, the, from, uh, <laughs> experience, right? Some of the research. He was like, "How can I get this right. done?" <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you have a month. Okay, but you're not a couch potato. <laughs> no, I'm not. But but you know what? Uh, let's have a little cheerleading section. Okay. You know, let's 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 talk about um, you know for for listeners mm. that are sitting there thinking, yeah, okay, well, it's in April. There's no way I can be ready for that. Oh. Come on, let's let's have a little counter to that. Yeah, absolutely. As far as the walk series is definitely geared for individuals that are 
more say de- deconditioned or <laughs> deconditioned. Right? Like that. De- so in approve that conditioning, you can start with basic breathing techniques that kind of enhance your performance and even just walking. So we practice that. Um, and then far as once you get that breathing technique, you'll see that your working, your, your walking regimens will be that much easier and it'll slowly build that confidence for you to, to prepare you for a 5k run, run and walk. <laughs> run and walk. Yeah. Uh, so for, I mean, is it realistic? I, I mean, I think everybody's built a little bit different, like physi- physiologically, just Absolutely. some people are just built to be runners. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am not. <laughs> me either. I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't. That's not going to stop me from trying. Not at so, all. It shouldn't. So, and you uh, running and walking is acceptable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to be more pointed on this, even working with elite athletes, um, I work with them on breathing and walking first. So we'll go through a week of just breathing and walking first. So anybody at any fitness level can start at this pace. And those that are discouraged from running, once they go through those those sessions, they'll build that confidence, right? They'll build that confidence. So anybody at any level um, can start this. And, I, and, I, and I'm confident that if you commit to a month <laughs> into the program, you'll feel confident in walking the 5K. And possibly running. And I am a new runner, and I have to say I'm really happy to hear that you um, do these breathing classes and Mm -hmm. walking because I've never gone through it that way. I've just Mm -hmm. kind of started running. But as I've learned to hold my chest up and Mm -hmm. open Mm -hmm. up and breathe, it has made it easier. I can feel it. Um, So that is important. I'm glad that you, you, you focus on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a little story. It's a little story to that. It was actually uh, the reason I got into the whole breathing thing. It was a friend of mine. It was a colleague. Uh, was a CrossFit champion. And we were pretty competitive. And he started kicking my butt. And I was like, okay, we were pretty neck and neck. What happened? And what we what I discovered was he started practicing breathing techniques. So uh, once I experienced that, and then uh, I guess through competition, I kind of explored what were the benefits of breathing, and then I kind of sort of incorporated it to some of my programming. So um, I have to say that I think the some of the best marketing um, that a trainer has ever come up with is the concept of interval training. Interval, yeah. Because basically when <laughs> I say I can run three minutes and walk and a minute and mm-hmm. I'm spending that minute gasping and <laughs> picking my lungs up off the ground. Um, I can say that I'm interval training. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So if you're, see, we're going to get, Kyle's going to do great. Yeah. I think Kyle, you might beat me. I don't know. Well, I am competitive. If I see you running ahead of me, I will, I will throw everything to the side yes. to get ahead of you. The poor okay. dog. Don't throw your dog. <laughs> Maybe you know what we do have some medals. Maybe Kyle, you've inspired us oh, to uh, do see. a walking medal. Oh, that, that would that would be terrific. Or so. uh, a, a most entertaining gait yes. and stride <laughs> medal. Because I, I got that one. Oh, you got <laughs> that, got that, that okay. one. Okay. So, do you? I, I think I saw on your website that uh, mm. you've done the Tough Mudder races. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Tell us about that. That sounds <sighs> tough. Intense. Mudder. Tough Mudder. Um, 
a few years ago, probably when the Tough Mudder first came out, actually it was right around the time that we started the MBT. Mm-hmm. We started um, boot camps um, geared towards the Tough Mudder programming on the MBT. Mm-hmm. You still doing those? I'm not necessarily doing those. I've kind of evolved kind of some of the programming. Okay. okay. Um, when I s- just change it to gear it towards people at any fitness level, we have a five-minute workout. Mm-hmm. A five-minute workout is a series of five minutes, and you progress through that five minutes. Um, each circuit kind of intensifies <laughs> depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. However, if you're someone that um, is deconditioned or not as functional, <laughs> you can stick with that first circuit, but you're still working with the group. So okay. we're maintaining that group atmosphere, that group vibe, and you're still feeling a part of the group. So it's kind of changed. Um, this Because this is obviously something that you have to be good enough to, I mean, not everyone abs- could do that. Everybody, and it was intimidating once we were putting the uh, uh, marketing, mm-hmm. um, the Tough mutter. people felt like, they couldn't. It wasn't. It, 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 it wasn't, wasn't for, for them. It wasn't. It wasn't for, it wasn't for them. Yeah. So we we that really kind of that goes against what you're right. In, creating that accessibility. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so now yeah. you. It sounds like you're incorporating some of those things so that if someone is at that fitness level, absolutely, they can do it. But, absolutely. But then somebody that's deconditioned. Ex- yep. Yep. Could yep. also take part. So yeah. So the biggest Such thing a is kind word. I do. I like what, that what, word. With that decondition. Yeah, I like that word. I'm going to so start kind. using that. You, you know what you learn. So you learn speaking. You know, working with so many different people or setting or groups or individuals, the right wording to use because you're there to kind of inspire and encourage. Yeah. So wording and, and and body language is huge in the sure, industry. So sure. it, I mean, it's enough to turn people off. Yeah. That, that don't want to, uh, you know, if you make them feel a certain way. Absolutely. Yeah, and you Absolutely. definitely don't want to do that. Absolutely. So, so that's important. Absolutely. That's important. So remind our listeners when this, uh, I, I, they should go register now. Absolutely. But, but, but the race is on uh, what day? Uh, April the 27th. Saturday, okay. April the 27th. The race begins at 8 a.m. Rain or shine, I bet. Rain or shine. All rain right. or shine. Yep. Uh, go met branch trail, um, dot org. Um, you can go there now. We'll be po- or you can go to the MBT 5K Facebook page, and registration is open and ready. All right. All right. Well, Chikaro, uh, keep us updated about the different workshops. Uh, we'll try to give them a shout out here on future Absolutely. episodes. Um, I'm gonna put it out there that I'm gonna be there. All Absolutely. Right. What about you guys? You, heard Michelle? it. I am still entertaining the thought. Come on. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Oh, I'm doing it now. All right. All right. Excellent. You heard it here first. So we'll be reporting back from the hospital wing uh, in early May. (laughs) Or I will because I will try to beat everybody or we'll be pulling each other back if we see. Yeah, yeah that could be kind of fun yeah. so it'll become a spartan race right like, exactly <laughs> exactly throw you over okay uh well chicardo thanks so much for stopping in yeah thank you for having me okay and that is going to wrap up another episode of rhode island avenue radio for this week thank you all for tuning in and uh and we'll see you next time thanks bye